got this great question, one that I've often thought about quite often myself from our buddy uh, Zubier. I think that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, he says, I've noticed it's really difficult to concentrate both on the philosophy of oneness, integration, community, and at the same time maintain healthy boundaries. In other words, become individuated in a way that you become a stronger version of yourself, which is, sounds almost selfish. How do you reconcile this oneness of humanity and that we are all meant to help and serve one another and becoming a stronger version of yourself? He feels, you know, his imbalance, he feels as if he always tends to overshare and he's really sensitive to other people. And uh, he knows that if he just accepts his own individuality, it might make life simpler. In other words, cut himself off and grow himself, become the strongest version of himself. Um, but it, it doesn't make sense, and he wants to know how to reconcile this. Um, interesting, you know, my mission and the way I share it, and I often talk about becoming the strongest version of yourself because it is the first step, but there's a second part to it. And, you, and, and those of you who follow me long enough know that it's to inspire others, to breathe life. To wor the word inspire, it means literally to breathe into. Inspire, spiro, spirit, to give life to. Spirit, spiros, breath, to breathe life into. And that's why I chose that word in particular. So you grow stronger yourself and inspire others. It's a twofold approach. It's, as Jesus says, allowing your cup to, fill, to, to runneth over. A cup could only runneth over, if you understand the metaphor, if the cup is full. And if you want to give, you, the running over of the cup, in order for the running over of the cup to happen so that you're giving, so that you're spreading your sweet waters of service. You've got to be full enough, right? Fill yourself so that your cup is running over. You know, but then we've got people who like want to cap the cup or they, you know, they're very selfish with the fruits of their labor or the, or the fruits of their virtue. You know, they don't, they, they want to share. So you've got, you've got this sort of, uh, this dichotomy between, you know, okay, of course we're one. And I, I'm of that idea also. I believe in oneness, oneness in humanity. We're all of one collective unconscious. We're all of one spirit. We're all apples of the same tree. We're all waves of the same ocean, right? And for a while there, if you, if you follow my Facebook wall, especially during uh, you know, election time, I'm a staunch libertarian. More so in the past than I am today, you know, I'm sort of evolving in my ideas, but libertarianism is about, uh, you know, look, you take care of you, and I'll take care of me. A lot of people don't know, but there's also a second part to that, which is allowing your cup to runneth over and serve people. Alan Watts talks about this in, in, in one of his uh, talks about the philosophies of the East. And it's this idea that everyone is the same, but we're also unique. And that the more we can grow in our uniqueness, the greater we serve the whole. And, and they've got an interesting balance of this. You know, a lot of the philosophies of the East are about balance. Uh, you know, if you, if you look at the yin-yang, the, the entire thing is just about balance. You know, if you, if you study like the I Ching, the, the whole thing is about how does this all balance out? How does the way, the Tao, just balance out? And then aligning ourselves with that natural way. The earth always, nature, God, universe always balances itself out. We, in our stories, tend to create imbalance. How can we align ourselves with the natural balance of the world? Night and day, sunshine and darkness, um, winter and spring. 
it's an interesting thing. One of my, one of the, you know, that I read a lot of Osho, and he often talks about the difference between revolution and rebellion. And revolution is one of these things whereby humanity adopts a particular ideal, and then we seek to overthrow the current ideal, i.e., governments, philosophies, uh, religious ideals, with a brand new one thinking that the brand new one is the one that's going to save humanity. So we've got this idea of communism, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm exploring it somewhat, socialism, communism. I mean, interesting that someone who's a staunch libertarian, right? I'm, I'm, I'm registered as a libertarian. is studying communism and, and socialism. And how beautiful an idea most of that is. It's a beautiful concept in the abstract. It's a beautiful concept, but why has it not worked? Many, many different reasons why, of course, you know, they're rulers, you know, the, the ruling class, so on and so forth. You know, there are always those in power with a concentrated form of power. If you think that, you know, living in the United States, somehow we're free from this in capitalism and freedom, you're full of, you're, you're full of shit because we're, we're manipulated by, the, by a ruling class also. You know, ever wonder where your money comes from? Who prints our money? Why they could just keep making more of it? More of it? You know, this one percent isn't isn't the wealthy entrepreneur. One percent are the are, are the are the central banks, the bankers, the people who manipulate the ninety nine percent with what they can produce out of thin air. We've just given them permission to do this. You know. So let me come back to like practical ideals about yourself and uh, and this idea of oneness. You grow stronger not so that you can hoard the gems and the goods and the fruits of growing stronger. You grow stronger so that you can, you, so that your cup can spill over and that you have the capacity to serve more people. I know that the better I do, the better I'll be able to serve. And in a selfish way, I increase my capacity to ultimately serve. I increase my personal value. And by increasing my personal value, I am growing stronger. But value is contingent upon your ability to position yourself in the marketplace. And when I say marketplace, I mean those who you're serving. Value. Value is in the eye of the customer, in the eye of the beholder. So you're constantly increasing your personal value so that your ability to serve other people is increased. And it's, in fact, one of the most unselfish things that a human being can do. So going back to Osho and his idea of revolution versus uh, rebellion, the revolution is where we use our weapons to overthrow the outer world so that there will be, a, there will be balance. Never works. Never will work. Rebellion is checking out and adopting a philosophy of personal cultivation with the sole purpose of personal cultivation, which includes generosity. A part of personal cultivation is recognizing that the way the world works, it's not, it, this is not an altruistic idea that Eliot is propounding because it sounds good, but the way the world works, the way energy works, the way the universe works, the way science works, right? There's scientific proof for this shit. Not just in our activities, but the, but the behavior of our cells and atoms is balance. As we receive, we give, and as we give, we receive. It's, it's, it's all around us. And to rebel means to check out of the imbalanced power
power struggle of the world and get in touch with the way, the Tao, God, true oneness, which is this giving and receiving. Don't get caught up on one end and not the other because if you don't know how to receive, you will have not much to give. Your cup can't runneth over if you don't fill it up. Feel, don't feel guilty for increasing your ability to receive. People will make you feel guilty for increasing your ability to receive. They don't like that because they've got their own hang-ups about that. And when I say receive, I, I literally mean energetic, but also material means. Know how to acquire the material that you need to ultimately give. The man who has more can give more. You know, you, we can speak poorly of many of the ruling class, but oftentimes, you know, and, and perhaps it's still imbalanced, you find that, you know, if Carnegie, you know, who, who, in order to build his steel trust empire, literally killed his workers, and he brought in machine gun militias to, to shoot at his factory workers. I mean, it's fucking crazy. But also today, I mean, there are more museums and, and arts expression, you know, libraries and so forth, named after Carnegie because he gave his money at some point, I mean, to, to, to serve. I'm not saying that you go kill people so that you can gather enough so that to give back to them, but that's an extreme, extreme example. The more you have, the more you'll be able to give, and the greater you'll be able to give, so you don't feel guilty about receiving or asking for. Do you see? Don't feel guilty about being selfish in that way, cultivating your own strength so that you're stronger for other people. And that's it, man.